recently. I will destroy them all. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to another slightly delayed episode of The Coordinates. It has been an unfathomably busy week this week, so I do apologise for the tardiness in this episode. If it makes you feel any better, I did watch the episode about an hour after it was released. It's just taken me four days to get around to recording about it. Uh, But don't worry, I have watched it again. (laughs) Yes, you know me. I love my pleasure watch. I love to pleasure myself by watching it. I mean, um, uh, I like to watch the show for pleasure. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then move on from there. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just move on, shall we? So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages and happiness, <laughs> are you truly happy? I'm happy because we have our first, what I would call, genuine review from a listener. You know, there's a couple of little five-star reviews out there that people from the uh, podcasting network that we are on. By the way, do you know we have a podcasting network? Uh, yeah, this is the uh, Probably Work Network podcast. So you can find us at probablywork.com. Yeah, little plug there, little plug there for the uh, the, old, the rest of the network in case anyone was interested in listening to some of the other shows. Like um, Tyler's got uh, Too Young for This Hit and Too Young for This Trek. Uh, what else has he got? I think it's better. Listen to Fortscast. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my network plug this week is listen to uh, Fortscast. And this week, um, Arjuna, or uh, Peter uh, Beaujolais. Is it Beaujolais? Um, he actually works. So he's, he's one of the guys on our network. He actually ran for office in Maine. Um, and sadly, he didn't get in, but he, he has an episode out this week called uh, Thoughts from After the Election. And it is fantastic hearing uh, his his struggles, basically, from trying to be a, a normal person, trying to make a little bit of a difference and trying to actually run for office. You know, I don't know what type of office because it's all American nonsense. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it is fan fantastic. And I, I even make a little cameo appearance on that episode. So, you know, I'm definitely going to give it an extra plug. But yeah, go listen to that. It is brilliant. And um, uh, yeah, and I'm commiserations, Pete. Like, I, if, if you were, if... If I could vote, I would have voted for you. But uh, there's kind of an ocean between me and you. And um, I was only allowed... Uh, the Russian website I went on only let me buy 200 votes at a time. Um, so, yeah, you did get 200 votes, but I couldn't get any more than that. Sorry about that. But, yes, we have a genuine review. So this is from Smeghead4000. Smeg. 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 Smeghead. Anyway, uh, for those of you who haven't watched Red the Wolf, you probably don't get that reference at all. So, you know, smeg off. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Smeghead4000 says, and it's a five-star review, by the way. You know, only five stars here on the coordinate, uh, hopefully. <laughs> um, I'm so glad I found this podcast. With the fourth and final season of AOT here in America, I really needed a recap of everything that's happened. Bill and Tyler do a great job of breaking down the manga and the anime. I do miss both of them being on the same episodes together. Ah, oh, so do I. I miss that too. Uh, but, you know, Tyler, you know, decided to go out and have kids. Damn you, Tyler. I'm, I thought we were having kids together, man. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, that's a deep wound. Um, <clears throat> yes, uh, but it's still one of the best AOT podcasts out there bill gets points oh i get points uh for working in black adder references oh <laughs> i just squeezed in a, a red dwarf one as well there so um hopefully i'll get some extra points yeah i like getting extra points i do smoke me a kipper i'll be back for breakfast oh yes it's me it's me uh, it's arnold rimmer arnold 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 rimmer 
Oh, hang on. Oh, so I'm Arnold, Donald, Arnold Rimmer. I won't get much slimmer and I'll never need a Zimmer. <laughs> oh, man. For the, for the one person who knows that, Mr. Smeghead. Um, it did say United States of America on his podcast, uh, on his um, on his iTunes handle. So, uh, not a British person who's seen Red Dwarf. I'm impressed. I am impressed. You know, everyone's seen Spaced, but has everyone seen Red Dwarf? I don't think so. Anyway, moving on. What are we, in? What are we doing? So, we're going to uh, episode. So, we are talking episode 69. Nice. 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 Nice, nice. nice. No, I'm not going to say it six nine times. Uh, which is good. A sound argument, and we are we are greeted by what Tyler wants most from this show. We are greeted with Erin, topless, hair back, looking in the mirror intently, going fight, 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 fight. Now, guys, girls, Titans alike, I need to have a chat with you all. Okay, you know, um, Tyler's got Tyler's got a little bit of a problem. You know, I said to him. Have you got any questions? Have you got any questions for this week's show? And all he ever says to me is, um, he just says, Bill, how sexy do you think Erin is? And it's just like, dude, it's a cartoon, man. Like, you could just say what you want, the anime and stuff, and how androgynous everybody looks, but dude, come on. You know, he's, it's Erin. Like, he's not sexy. He's a bit of a weeb, you know? Weeb? Dweeb. You know, he's a he's a right geeky looking little fucker. But yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, man. He's just he's not a sexy person and you've got to stop saying to me, Bill, how sexy do you think he looks? It's just like come on man. Come on, give it a rest. You know? Give it a rest, man. You know. I don't ask you what's in the sandwich, do I, Tyler? Do I? Have I ever asked you Oh actually yeah, I did ask you what was in the sandwich. <sighs> Sorry. My, my apologies. So I will address the two questions that Tyler did ask me for this episode i'm gonna do it early he said uh what's the british word for coupon now <laughs> this is the age-old question tyler i've been asked this so many times the british word for coupon is a coupon that's coupon sometimes also called a voucher voucher do you get it? coupon and voucher both the same thing really um but yes yeah we call them coupons and we call them vouchers there you go and uh and then he asked me, is Erin sexy yet? I I just don't know. I just don't know. Just, can we help this guy? Can somebody send Tyler some help? Or just some Erin, you know, fan art of him half naked. Tyler would like both. Yeah. Anyway, let's carry on, shall we? So, episode 69. Nice. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Yeah, Erin shouting himself in the mirror, okay. Fight, 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 And Hanji comes along and says, Hey, why do you talk to yourself? <laughs> she also says, Why does your hair look cool? <laughs> I like it when it's all disheveled. So obviously uh, Hanji and Tyler both share a uh, a big affection, this sort of thing. Uh but Erin's very pissy. He's just like, oh, come on, what are you here for? And he's just like, What what do you want, man? And she's like, first time we spoke, we just blabbered about Titans all night. And then She's just like, I never thought you'd sacrifice Historia. And then the title sequence starts. Jesus, that's got to be a new record. That's like about a minute into the episode. And then we get... Quick, everyone, get your dancing cats out. Everyone. No, no not Tyler's cat. Chewy, get out of here. Get out of here, Chewy. No, stop. Ah, Tyler, your cat's nibbling at my toes. Damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the title sequence come up. So should we discuss how much we all love this title sequence? Yeah. 
<laughs> I think we can all move on from that, can't we? Episode 69, Assault, a sound, sound argument. This time, it's two years ago. Yep, so last year, three years ago, volunteers all turned up. Now they're all like, we love this man. And uh, even the blonde girl, whose name we can never remember, uh, is like, Erin, mate. Hi, Erin. I've never seen you before. And Levi's like, you're lucky you should even see his face. <laughs> and this, this, oh, God. I can't. I want to describe how this girl looks. She just looks like she's um, she's part of a religious cult and she's very evangelical. You know, she's got that kind of crazy look, but with a constant smile on the face. Like, I have been brainwashed beyond belief and you won't believe it. But yeah, uh, this, um, this, uh, this uh, envoy turns up from another nation. Uh, Hizu, I think they're called, Hizu. And this envoy shows this symbol of these like free cross swords. And then Mikasa has this really strange reaction. And then Eren starts going, go Mikasa, get him out. Get it out, get it out, get it out. It's like, come on, man. There's people in the room. <laughs> uh, no, it turns out it's, uh, he's not asking her to get her bits out. Uh, he's asking her to get her tattoo out on her arm, which is the same symbol. And she says, this was tattooed on me and it was passed down from, it's been passed down in my family for generations. And the lady who's from this other nation is just like, hey, base, hey, this means you are our long lost queen. Or something like that. You are the long lost daughter of our king. And it's just like, man, that was so weird. Like, why would you squeeze that in there? But we do know, we do know from little hints that have been going on since the very beginning of the show that Nika, Mikasa is kind of strange looking amongst the people on Paradise. And we had the thing yesterday where Sasha asked the black guy, like, hey, mate, why are you black? <laughs> So, you know, these people on Paradise are Elidians, so it's just the Elidian race. So it's almost like they've just had themselves to breed with this whole time. Uh, and then, yeah, it's really strange that Mikasa was kind of from a different race and existed in this island. And then now we're seeing all this other mix of people come into it. Um, but yeah, uh, so anyway, these Hyesians basically sit down to negotiate. What do they want? What do they want? And uh, Captain Crixus, or whatever his name is, oh, I forget what his name is now. Who's the bald guy with the moustache? He's just basically like, oh, we are so young. <laughs> we are basically a baby trying to negotiate with adults. We've never had to do this shit before. <laughs> but there's a nice bit here with um, where uh, Historia approaches Mikasa. It's like, hey, we're, we're both the same. We're both born into royalty, but we're actually peasants to start with. <laughs> and now we've both got to be uh, leaders. We've got a huge burden to bear. And she's like so happy and joyous. And it just reminds me of the old Historia who used to um, help Ymir out during the old training days of the Survey Corps in the early days of the episodes of the uh, of the show. She just really just suddenly just flicks back into that. It's a little bit jarring, but at the same time, just, yeah, it's nice to see that that old Historia is still there. Uh, but yeah, the lady from Hizu basically spills the beans about how she's been having um, secret meetings with uh, Jaeger, with Zeke as well, and uh, how he said you'd find Mikasa here, basically. Um, and he basically also sells them some ODM gear, uh, BDSM gear, which he's been keeping, and then tells her the secret of the BDSM gear is some sort of special storm crystal or something that's only found on Paradise. Seems um, seems very convenient, I have to say. This kind of just feels like it's being created as a plot point for the final season, I have to say. Didn't really like it that much, the fact that there's like this one special rock you can get on Paradise, which is why their BDSM gear works really well. Uh, ice burst stone that was it <laughs> not thunderstone uh but yeah it just seems like really weird and so this um this lady from hizu is basically like 
she's here to negotiate with them, give them access to the outside world in return for some of this special stone, which they can use as a brand new fuel source. Um, and yeah, they're just like, ah, oh, man, we are being used. Um, and yeah, Historia at first is just like, okay, we'll do this. And then it's Arian who's just like, no, no. I think the thing that really is setting Arian off is the fact that everyone wants him to do a test run of the rumbling, which seems weird. So I think that would mean him and um, uh, Historia would have to sort of work together in order to use the founding Titan thing. I think the only reason they want to do a test run is probably because maybe there's no way of reversing it and then maybe it will destroy the island. That's my theory. That's my conspiracy theory. Anyway, and then Falco turns up. Yeah, no, not the Austrian rap star, you know, uh, Falco from Attack on Titan. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Falco isn't in this. I was just, I just went to drop that in there so Tyler had to put in the uh, Amadeus Amadeus drop. Amadeus Amadeus. <laughs> but yeah, again, so another surprising bit from Historia, because like I said, she agrees to it. She's kind of agreeing that she will inherit the Beast Titan. And again, it just seems like such a jarring change, especially from the Historia we saw two minutes ago. And then that's when Erin, good old, turns into good old Erin, is like, we're not livestock I don't want to breed like livestock this isn't the price of being to live and he basically says Zeke Jaeger can take his damn plan and shove it up his ass. 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 and yeah he's the one who's like it's too dangerous to have a rumbling like we need to explore other avenues first before we jump into this and that's it like where did where did Erin get political power for sends these high sends these other people packing back to where they came from and so then we flick back to again the present day back in the cell where hanji is uh talking to to erin uh sexy erin as uh, tyler likes to call him or uh my my sexy erin waifu that's it that's tyler's official name for him and um she's like why why have you done this puts all in danger i thought you wanted to protect historia and instead of answering the question he's just like you know i ate the warhammer time right this cell cannot hold me. I can literally just turn into a little glass ball and destroy everything around me. And then he actually goes bonkers and grabs Hanji by the scruff of the neck, pulls her up against the thing and almost starts turning into a titan. And she's like, you can't hold me here. I'm too powerful. Blah, 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 all this sort of shit. And Hanji is just like, uh, you pervert. I'm wondering if that's a mistranslation because, or maybe, maybe it's because maybe there's some guards listening. But she goes, Erin, you perv. Still in a rebellious phase, you moron, you idiot. And she walks off, like, really shocked at the fact she's just been manhandled by Erin. Like, you know, he grabbed her by the neck, by the scruff of the neck. But it's just like, yeah. It's just like, why is she calling him a perv? That must be a mistranslation. I can't think of anything else. It just seems so odd. So, so odd. And then, this was really shocking. Historia's pregnant, everybody. Apparently, she's been sleeping with the stable hand. <laughs> yeah? She. Princess of Paradise has been hooking up with the old stable hand out the back. Yeah, the horse pie. Um, no, apparently, like, there's, there's a scene where there's men are just getting really drunk on wine, discussing the whole thing. Um, apparently, yeah, she just, um, there was a guy who uh, used to pick on her when she was a kid, uh, you know, basically a peasant, before everyone knew that she was of, of royal stock, as it was. And um, they he used to pick on her, but then they fell in love because he felt really guilty for picking on her. So he used to go help her with stuff. And she has now gone back to her old stable hand lover and uh, got herself preggers. So that's messed it up. They all sort of seem to be uh, speculating about the fact that she got pregnant so that she wouldn't have to inherit the Beast Titan because no one would want the child to die. Or maybe she just wanted a child ready so that when she took over the Beast Titan, the line was still going. Or maybe this is all some sort of weird elaborate plan that she's concocted with Erin. 
along the lines to have a have another person who can handle the founding titan. But who knows? Who knows? The bit I don't like here is that these guys, um, like they're being served by the Marlian volunteers, but they're like ordering them around like they're dirt. I really don't like that. It's kind of like way to turn the volunteers against your nation, guys. Uh, and then the guy actually goes down to get him another bottle of wine, and Nico's standing there. Uh, Niccolo, whatever his name is, from earlier, you know, yeah, yeah, and he's holding a bottle of wine, and there's some really dodgy kind of um, sinister music. So this is where I think my theory is coming true, people. My people's coming true. It's coming true. I think he is going to turn out to fuck everyone over. Uh, probably upset because Sasha's dead, like everyone else. Uh, but then we flick to a scene where everyone's now building train tracks, and it's um, <clears throat> Erin and the gang. You know, all of our our, our main crew. Including Sasha. Oh, so nice seeing Sasha in all his flashbacks. Yeah, you got Connie and Reiner, uh, not Reiner, the other one. Jean, is it Jean? Uh, Mikasa. And uh, Hanji turns up, oh, even Captain Levi's here. Hanji turns up to tell them that the other, uh, the visitors have now fucked off because they were just here to try and, uh, you know, get a first monopoly on the resources of these uh, ice stone crystals they've got. And she says to them, you know, basically no one else is going to come to us. <laughs> no one else is going to come to diplomat. Uh, to be uh, diplomatic with us because they will fear us as devils. They won't even give us a chance. And Hanji's just like, well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go see them. Got to, got to go see them to understand what you're up against. That's going to be the best thing for us, really. And so that's the plan, you know, to let the world know that Paradise wants peace. And yeah, but Erin's reflective at this point <clears throat> when they're on the back of this train in the sunset. I like this scene. It's really cool. Um, much better than the train scene from a couple of episodes back. Erin's just like, I've only got five years left to live. Who's going to inherit my Titan? And then everyone's like, ah, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And they all start, uh, you know, dis- uh, discrediting each other's, uh, you know, uh, each other's claim on Eren's Titan. Um, you know, Mikas is too good to risk. Um, uh, Jean's too much of a commander. Uh, Connie's too much of an idiot. And then Connie's just like, and so Sasha's like, so I should do it. And then Connie's like, but you're a bigger idiot than me and there's this like weird standoff oh it's just it's hilarious absolutely hilarious it absolutely busted me up seeing these two <laughs> Connie and Sasha have a you who's the biggest idiot standoff it was so good here 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 it's so funny <laughs> oh it had me cracking up and then um, Erin <clears throat> says actually none of you fuckers are going to get my titan because you're all too important to me. Which seems strange from the fact that everyone saw him laughing after Sasha died. I, I assume he's kind of breaking a little bit mentally there. Um, and yeah, Erin blushes. And Jeans uh, is like, hey, you can't blush. You can't do this shit. <laughs> and Armin's just like, hey, come on. The sun's setting. It must be that. <laughs> oh, and yeah, they're riding this train to nowhere off into the sunset. <laughs> Where is this train going? <clears throat> I've got no idea. Uh, probably trying to make the island of Paradise even smaller than it already is. And then the episode kind of flicks back to the future. <laughs> or the present. Yeah, to the present. Uh, it's a bit, it gives you so little indication of this stuff happening. I think Jean's hair's a little bit longer. Mika's hair's a little bit shorter. And Armin's a little bit taller. And I wish I was a baller. If I had a girl, I would, I would call her. Um, and yeah, I think it's because Connie's just like, did that look like Erin? Did that look like Eren to you? He seemed different. I think he's sided with Zeke. And if that is the case, we'll have to be prepared to cut him down. And he's like, hey, 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 that was cutting down my boy, Eren. My boy. He stabbed the bloke for me when I was little, you know. I've got his back. 
And um, yeah, they're just basically sitting around talking about whether they should trust Erin or not. And it's, I feel their pain. I feel their pain. And she's like, they're all trying to question Erin's motives. He really seems, they're really sort of hammering home the fact that he went rogue. And this is where Connie's like, did you see what Erin did when Sasha died? He laughed. He laughed. And he's got this horrified look on his face. He's like, what was so funny to him? What part What part of it of Sasha dying was so funny? Explain it to me, Mikasa. Why was Erin laughing? And it's just like everyone's just looking down, looking away. No one really knows what Erin's motives are. It's just, yeah. So I don't know what Erin's motives are. We're very really confused at the moment. <laughs> and Armin's just like, come on, we've got to go speak to Erin to find out what his goals are. This is the only way we're going to do it. This is the only way. And Armin starts to hatch a plan about, you know, we have Titan Serum now. Maybe we should make someone we trust into a Titan to inherit Eren's Titans. Da, da, da. Seems like a dumb plan for Marvin. Like He's usually quite clever with his plans, but not this time. And then we end, we just end with a picture of Zeke in the forest reading a book. And it's got this very dramatic zing. And that's it. That brings an end to episode 69. Nice, baby. Nice. Nice, yeah? Huh? 69? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, any any other sixty nine jokes? Um, I'm a I'm a bit dry on sixty nine jokes to be honest with you. Other than just saying nice. Um. Aaron and Mikeaza decide to try a sixty nine. Aaron's never done it before, so Mikeaza says she'll show him. She tells him to lay on the floor and squats over him. As she's lowering herself down, she farts, apologizing. She tries again and farts again. Aaron jumps up and storms out, yelling I'll be fucked if I'm hanging around for 67 more of them. Overhearing Mikeaza's loud farts and Aaron's loud angry voice, Jean walks in and volunteers to take the remaining 67. Ha 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 ha. Yes, that draws an end to our episode. Oh, so, what did you guys think of a sound argument? Uh, I definitely thought it was better than the last episode, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, you know, these—it's just uh, I'm not always a fan of shows when they show you something that's happening in the future for a couple of episodes and then go, "Okay, now here's the five years that you've missed." It's a little bit irritating to me. <laughs> it's just like, "Oh, come on, come on, guys." Why not? Why don't you just do it chronologically and keep it going forward? Why do I have to find out what is shit in post? But um, but yeah, this this was actually a fairly interesting episode. It was nice to see that there was a nation who tried to come out and help parodies, uh, even when the the lady weirdly licks her lips. That one, get that fucking ice stone. Oh, I'm gonna turn them into like a thousand butt plug ice stones. Yeah, it's really creepy when she does that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but they're just kind of stuck there and still we don't know what Erin's up to. Uh, but guess what? Next week, next week it's lots of Gabby and Falco. Yes, no, 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 not the Austrian rap star. Not the Austrian rap star. Uh, it's motherfucking Falco from Attack on Titan. Um, yeah, for episode 70. So hopefully next week will be episode 70 with Tyler. Don't know what it's going to be called yet. <laughs> I assume I could probably look up the anime list and work it out, but yes. Um, so, guys, Please, please, please. Yeah, if you want to check out the other shows on our network, go to probablywork.com uh, and they're all on there. There's some fa- fantastic ones on there. I've got a, um, a, a show about <clears throat> uh, The Wheel of Time. 
which is currently on a mini hiatus. Uh, I've got I've, there's other shows on there like the RPG After Years, which was uh, my first ever podcast. Uh, that's a fantastic show. Uh, Too young for this trek. Thoughts cast again. I encourage you to go listen to the latest episode of Thoughts Cast um, with thoughts from the election. Uh, it is a brilliant look on how uh, someone independent can try and run for a office position. You know, it was really, really interesting hearing Pete's story. Uh, and it's only part one as well. There's going to be a second part coming out soon. And like I say, I've got I've got a little cameo on there. So look forward to that. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, just many, many other shows as well. I'm, I'm sure I'm probably missing about 20 others. Uh, Troy is Turtle Power Playful's podcast where he plays games in a powerful way. Something like that. <laughs> and also, yeah, if you do want to leave us iTunes reviews or reviews on whatever platforms you are listening to us on currently, please feel free to do so. It always helps, helps, helps the show so much. Even a one-star review on iTunes actually helps more people find the show because it's kind of like well people are still talking about it <laughs> it must be relevant so yeah um yeah just you know rate and review us on whatever pod catching apps you happen to have uh but other than that guys stay safe i hope you get your vaccine soon and uh yeah uh hopefully the vaccine doesn't turn out to be titan serum that you don't turn into a ginormous titan and then start eating all your loved ones i think that's the least we can all wish for right now <laughs> over and out guys don't get eaten podcasts wow this podcast sure is enjoyable but sometimes life has a little bit more pegged on for you than what you thought oh man is that a missile uh i'm okay thoughtscast part of the we can make this work probably podcast network This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. 
by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.